0: Turn with me, please, to uh, Matthew, the ninth chapter, Matthew 9 and and 28, when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him and Jesus said to them, believe ye that I am able to do this. They're wanting to be healed. And so he, instead of just ministering to them, he asked them a question. Well, why would he ask him a question? Why, why didn't he just minister to them? Believe you that I'm able to do this? They said unto him, yes, Lord. Which is a good answer. <laughs> then he touched their eyes and said, well, I was going to heal you anyway. <laughs> why would I say that? Then touched he their eyes, and he said, At this point, nothing's happened. Are you with me? Yeah. Then he said, According to your faith. Yeah. According to what? Yeah. Your faith, be it. Oh, that be, yeah. that's reminiscent yeah. of Genesis. Right? That's how God creates things. And changes things. And it's how we're supposed to get things changed also. We need to practice this in our lives. Something's not working right. Don't call it your bad knee. Decree a thing. It'll be established to you. People don't realize you're going knee. I decree you a bad knee. (laughs) The knee goes, okay. I don't know why you want a bad knee, but I is one. No. We're going to get into this later on, but faith doesn't call it like it is. People say, I just call it like it is. Well, you need to quit. (laughs) you need need to change what does faith do come on what does faith faith calls the things that are not as though they are not the thing that is as though it is it already is that's not helping you it's just confirming and establishing your problem if it's not the way you want it to be not the way you need it to be you need to tell it to be be healed. Be strong. Be loosed. Be free in Jesus' name. Somebody's receiving something right now. <laughs> oh, the Lord is quick. Be free. Be loosed. Be healed. Now, it's not just saying it that makes it happen. It's saying it believing. He touches their eyes and he says, you might think because he said, do you believe I'm able to do this? And they said, yes. You might think he would have said, well, then according to my ability that you believe in. That's not what he said. According to your faith. Faith. Hallelujah. And uh, verse 30, their eyes were opened. Glory to God. And Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. Somebody might say, Man, I I wish that would happen. It doesn't work by wishing. I want it to happen, doesn't work by wanting. I need it to happen, doesn't doesn't work by needing. I wish it was God's will. It is God's will. That's right. (laughs) That's right. I wish it was possible. It is possible. But don't be discouraged. You know, people of our camp and persuasion, the enemy has a technique he uses on us, different from some other folks. A lot of people attribute everything is up to God. And so that means nothing's up to me. So that means I'm not responsible at all for whether it happens or it doesn't happen. But with us that have found out different through the word that a lot of things are up to us and according to our faith well, the enemy uses another technique of condemnation why it's not already done. Mm -hmm. And it's a trick because condemnation is confidence killer. Confidence is another word for your faith. And when you hear about something that's good that you're not walking in yet. Maybe it's complete healing. Maybe it's complete strength. Maybe it's living strong. To, uh, and living long to an old age. Maybe it's all your needs met. All your bills paid off. Whatever it is. And you're not there. You're hurting. You've got symptoms. You've got bills. Do not receive condemnation. That's not God. Don't be discouraged. You should be encouraged that it's available. Okay, so you hadn't got it yet. You and everybody around you. Some things you hadn't got yet. But don't be discouraged because we hadn't arrived in the fullness of that. Be encouraged that it's there, it's available, I can get it. It's possible to get there. That means you're doing better. Than billions on the planet. Who don't even believe it. That's right. yeah. And. It's not just when symptoms leave. That the Lord's pleased with you. He's pleased with your faith. Yes. And if you're in faith about it. He's pleased with you. Right now. Amen. Before anything changes. Say right. out loud. Don't be discouraged. Because you're not there yet. Be encouraged encouraged. because you can get there. See, the enemy's tricky. He's tricky. Do not let him cause you to beat on yourself, feel bad. Well, it's been X amount of time. How long is that God time? Five minutes. See, with him, a thousand years is like last night. So you think it's a long time. It's no time at all. So you've been, you know, you, you, you've been a little slow. You're five minutes behind. <laughs> Somebody say, I can, get there. I can get there. I will get there. I will get there. With, God's help. With God's help. Hallelujah. Okay. We are a church encouraged. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Don't receive the devil's discouragement. Don't receive condemnation because you're not at a certain place yet don't do it. That's right. It's a trick. Yeah. Don't be ignorant of his devices. See him coming and go, no, no, I'm not doing that. Okay. I ministered Brother Hagin's ministry for a number of years in his healing school and I saw this. You know, it's how the enemy works. Somebody would come in and they'd have one thing wrong and they'd just obsess over it and, and get to the place where completely unthankful. You know, they got a problem with their finger. And it's like my finger don't work right. My finger, oh, my finger. It's finger problem. Finger in the morning, finger at noon, finger when the sun goes down. Oh, other people's finger works good. Why can't my finger work right? My finger, I, I, I'm not victorious. And, and why am I not there yet? And, and it's just, uh, what do I have to live for? <laughs> now you're laughing, but it ain't that short of a trip. And they completely forget they got nine that work fine. And ten toes and legs and arms and, come on, you know what I'm talking about? Completely lose sight of everything you do have and everything you are enjoying and everything you're walking in. It's a trick of the enemy to get you to focus on a deficiency until you obsess over it. And that's all you see. Someone said, not me, not me, not me, not me. While you're being thankful for all the things that you do have, You'll get light on how to get victory in that thing that's not right. That's That's how it works. In his light, we see light. Mark 9, are you there? Mark 9, man brought his son to the disciples to get help. He was having seizures and problems and they tried to minister to him. Everything they knew, no success. Sometimes people say, well, we prayed and prayed, so-and-so prayed, so-and-so, and we didn't receive. Well, all that means is for some reason you didn't receive. Doesn't mean it's not the will of God. And so the people closest to Jesus, his own staff, who had been having good results, got nothing ministering to this boy. He's no better. But Jesus comes down, and the man approaches him, and uh, Mark 9, 22 He said oft times it's cast him into the fire, the waters to destroy him, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us. What's the man doing? He's putting all the responsibility for his son's healing on Jesus. If you can, which is where many people are now. But what did Jesus say? If you can, believe. All things are possible to him that believes. Different translations bring this out, that there's an emphasis on the word, if you can. The Good News translation says it like this. Yes, said Jesus, if you yourself can. Everything is possible for the person who has faith. Can you see it's a two if you can's. The man said to Jesus, if you can. And Jesus turned around and said, no, it's if you can. This is so big. The understanding of this. Much of the church world does not believe this. They do not. If you read scriptures, you'll see that again and again, Jesus emphasized it's according to your faith. It's as you have believed. Most of the modern church has changed that to according to his will. They've changed it from what Jesus taught. They don't don't emphasize that. They don't talk about that. Not that it's according to our faith, but rather it's according to his will, whether it happens or not. That's not what Jesus taught. Come on, are you all with me? And most of us grew up with some form of that, and you might imagine it's all gone, but a lot of it tries to hang on yeah. in little ways. I was talking with somebody just recently been through a lot of stuff, and they really should have known. But they were asking me, you reckon God has, you know, some purpose in all this bad stuff? They, they, they should have known better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when, you, when you've been through so much, right. yeah. and uh, that stuff from way back... Come on, can you see this? Well, wonder wonder why God hadn't done it. Wonder why. Wonder why. Well, is it according to his timing? Is it according to his power? Is it according to his will? See, that's what millions are believing, though. We're waiting on him whenever he gets ready, if if it's his will. Well, how are we going to know if it's his will? How? Well, if it happens, it was his will. If it didn't happen, it wasn't His will. Really? We determine the will of God by experiences in life. That's how we determine the will of God. No. The will of God is the will of God no matter what happens with you or me or in this world. He doesn't change. He is perfection. His will is perfection. Is it the will of God That none be lost. That not any. Should perish. Is that the scripture? Is that the will of God? It's not his will. That any should perish. That's his will. Are people perishing? Yes. Yes. Why? Because it's not according. To his will. Now there are church folks. There are theologians. That think that's blasphemy. Mm -hmm. God is in control. Of what? He has a master plan. That he is working in. It will be accomplished. But he's controlling all your decisions. And controlling every part of your life. It was his decision. Whether you ate Raisin Bran or Captain Crunch this morning. No. It was your decision. And it's the, that's the same. On a thousand and one things every day. It's not his decision. It's your decision. It's not according to what he wants. It could be. If you will willingly yield yourself. To his will. Then it will be according to his will. But you don't have to. I know somebody was saying on TV. About how can a God. Who is a good God and love. Send people to a hell. And a place of eternal torment. They said, I just can't accept that. Well, you could tell by the talking, they didn't believe in God, period. Right. Right. Don't let people who don't even believe in God right. tell you who Jesus is exactly. and what he taught. Yeah. Exactly. Come on. Right. Seriously. Don't. But I was thinking, Lord, what is the best way to answer that? Because you, this comes up from time to time. What? What should I say as your minister? What what should I say? How do I answer that correctly? I'm always interested and you believe with me on this. I'm I'm use my faith all the time. I want to represent him correctly. That's right. That's right. I do not I've asked him, Lord, if lest I misrepresent you, shut my mouth like you did Zacharias. I mean you'd have just yep. So if you ever see me freeze <laughs> Just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord's saving Brother Keith from messing up right now. I've asked him, please, Lord, help me. I don't want to misrepresent him. He has been so misrepresented all over the world, generation after generation. And by his grace, we won't. Amen. But, uh, Lord, what do I say to represent you correctly about that? A God who is love. Sending people to uh, a place of torment for eternity. And the Lord spoke to me the next day. I don't mean I heard an audible voice inside me very distinctly, imprinted me. He said, Son, it's not my choice. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Is that true or not? It's not my choice. He said, You know, in the Old Testament, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. What? And it's going to be the way I've, I've ordained it to be. No, no, no. You choose. And, and, and if you chose to obey, there was going to be blessing. If you chose to disobey, there was going to be curse. Well, if you get to curse, how's that God's fault? It was your choice. Right? And that's what's happening throughout the earth. All the pain, all the cruelty, none of that's God. He's a good God. I said he's a good God. And when all this is fixed, and if you read the back of the book, it's getting fixed. When all this is fixed, there will be no more crying, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more dying, no more curse. Oh, you think you've seen some nice places you hadn't seen nice. Like we're going to see never going to be too hot, never going to be too cold. There's not going to be any hurricanes or tornadoes or earthquakes. None of that. None of that. There's not gonna be any crime. Not not low crime, no crime. No crime. Zero crime. How many robberies y'all had this century? None. How many assaults? Well, none. How about next centuries? Port's the same. None. None. We never lived in a place like that. Hallelujah. Go with me please. To. Uh, John 20. And 24. We saw this. And we we'll to talk about this further. John 20. 24. Jesus had gone to the cross. And died. And now has. Been raised from the dead. On the first day of the week. Early. And. And. Uh, Some of the women saw him after he's raised from the dead, and some of the men too. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. He didn't see. The other disciples they came and they said to him, to Thomas, "We've seen the Lord." Now, what's it time to do? (laughs) When you believe, you rejoice. Every time. The Lord gave me this phrase some years ago doubt despairs, complains, and is sad. Faith rejoices, gives thanks, and is glad. So if you see folk despairing, complaining, sad, not in faith. I don't care what they say, not in faith. But when you hear the good news, And your response is to get excited, to rejoice, to give thanks, to be glad. You are a believer. Believers rejoice. What's his response? They said, we've seen the Lord. He said, no rejoicing, no shouting, no thanking, except I shall see. In his hands the print of the nails, put my finger into the print of the nails, thrust my hand into his side. I will not everybody say I will not. I will not, I will not believe. Now, don't don't get down too hard on Thomas. He's a good guy. Jesus picked him as one of the twelve. And I'm sure he probably gets tired of hearing this story. Sorry, Thomas. And when we get to heaven, we won't bug you about it. We won't. Will we? Some of you will. I can see it in your eyes. You're, <laughs> You're like. <laughs> do you believe in sowing and reaping? <laughs> Somebody bugging you about stuff you did when you were down there, then uh, let's don't sow it. Say, so, Thomas, we love you, brother. We love you. But we've messed up, too. But he said, this is recorded for us for all generations to show us what not to do except I shall see everybody say see, see. except I shall what see. see maybe this was when they coined the somebody coined the phrase seeing is believing but it's not Amen. seeing is not believing That's right. tell me what faith is Hebrews 11.1 1 gives you the definition of faith and Young's literal translation I one of my favorites Faith is of things hoped for a confidence. Of matters not seen a conviction. A conviction of what? Matters what? So if you see it. You can't be in faith about it. Because faith has to do with things not seen. Back to this. He said unless I see. I won't believe. Lest I see in his hands. The print of the letters, Put my finger. Now this is touching. This is feeling. Unless I see with my eyes. Physical eyes. unless I feel with my physical hand. I will not believe. This is what Hebrews calls evil unbelief. Because it is unpersuadable. It's not that he hadn't heard it. It's not that he didn't know about it. Here's people he knows. And trusts. Telling him. It's real. He's not ignorant. He's heard about it. He just what? He refuses. To let himself be persuaded. Convinced. He refuses. To be convinced. And there are people who think this shows their intelligence. It thinks that, you know, I'm not easily duped. Well, you're not supposed to trust everybody and everything. You're not supposed to. Other people get in the ditch on that side. They think if you love people, that means you trust them. No. No. Loving people and trusting them is not the same. And if they lie to you as much as they tell you the truth and you trust them, You're being foolish. You're just being foolish. You can love them. Without believing them. You can just look at them and go. I love you. But I ain't buying that. (laughs) But when it comes to the Lord. You never tell him that. (laughs) I said you never tell him that. Because he has never lied to you. And he never will. It is impossible for him to lie to you. And when he tells you something. What do you say? If you say it's that way. It's that way. I don't have to see it. I don't have to feel it. I don't have to understand it. If you say it's that way. That's how it is. That's how it is. How it will be. Trust him. Completely. Without requiring to see or feel. Thomas is making a big mistake here. He said, I- I'm not going to believe. I will not believe. Read the, read the next verse. After eight days, just a, a little over a week later, the disciples were within. Thomas is with them this time. Jesus came, the doors being shut. I'm so excited about when our body gets changed. Because the Bible said it's going to be like his glorious body. Like his glorified body. We'll be able to travel great distances. I suppose throughout the cosmos. Where was he at? We know he went to heaven. We know he offered his blood. I don't think heaven's just right around the corner. Our nearest star is. Many, many, many light years away from us. We, we can't even see out beyond really our backyard. Yeah, right. yeah, so. In the universe. And uh, where would he come from? Where was he? He didn't need to knock on the door. Nope. <laughs> he obviously came through the roof. Or he came through the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And yet he said, touch me. Yeah. Yeah. So his body... Can become such that it can move through. What we call solid. And yet it can be. Perceived as solid as what we are now. Yes, yes. It's the same body. He had when he was on the earth. Right. Except it's glorified. Amen. Yes. Wow. Same thing as us. Same thing as us. Now, the reason I'm talking about this. Is because it has to do. With things unseen. Unless you're. Aware of things unseen and how they work. Many people say, if I can't see it, I don't believe it. Their folks would tell you that's a fairy tale. I had somebody try and tell me the other day, you know, that somebody they knew was saying, you know, all those stories in the Old Testament, that's just stories. Well, if you don't believe in miracles, you don't believe in God. No, you don't. They happened. This book is not mythology. It's accurate history. And it's more than that, it's God breathed. Hallelujah. And every word of it will heal you, touch you, change you, quicken you, enlighten you. People mock this book, they're mocking their Creator. It's his words. But he, he comes. The door's being shut. He stood in the midst. And he said peace be to you. 27. Then he said to Thomas. <laughs> did he hear Thomas? Yes. Thomas didn't see him. But he heard Thomas. Yes. Well let's think about that just a minute. Yes. Thomas is saying. I don't believe it's true. I saw him die. He died. He's dead. I ain't buying it. I don't know what y'all saw or what you thought you saw. But unless I see him with these eyes right here. Unless I touch him with my hand. I will not believe. Jesus heard that. Jesus heard it. Where was he when he heard it? Again. Maybe not around the corner. <laughs> Who knows how many light years. I don't know. We know he went. To the throne of God. We know he offered his blood. On the mercy seat. Wherever that is. It's a real place. And he comes in. Everybody sees him. He says peace be to you. They're all. <laughs> and then he says Thomas. Thomas oh boy! <laughs> do we know the Lord hears us yes. when we affirm unbelief and are stubborn in our unpersuadableness does does he hear us yes. he heard him yes, sir. thomas <laughs> what's thomas think? what's going through is thomas's mind right now <laughs> uh 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 yeah. Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, Lord. Thomas, come here. <laughs> Give me your finger. I would think he's probably thinking, uh, it's not necessary, Lord. This is not... <laughs> but he probably knows it's too late for that. Just do what you're told. Just... Give me your finger. It's my hand, take, take your finger. Put your finger right in there. Can you feel that? Mm-hmm. Give me a hand. Give me a hand. Take it. Put it right here. Now I'll put it up in there. Put it. Can you feel it? Can you feel that? <laughs> don't be faithless. Is Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever? Would he still tell you, don't be faithless. Don't do this. Don't be like this. This atomacy." Well, If I can't see it, I ain't going to say I believe I got something I can't see. You ever saw your mind? (laughs) Then you don't have one. (laughs) Come on, be consistent in your beliefs now, right? Be consistent. Yes, sir. You ever feel love? You see it? No, you hadn't seen it. You may see the results of it, you may see the actions of it. But when did you see love? The greatest things in the world are not seen That's right. with these eyes. That's right. What we're perceiving here is a very, very small part of creation. And it's temporary. But the things that are not seen are eternal. Is that true? Anybody remember the scripture? Reach hither your hand. Thrust it into my side. Be not faithless, but believing. Somebody said out loud, I'm not faithless. I'm not faithless. I'm not stubborn. I'm not unbelieving. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Oh, come on. Say, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I, have faith, I have faith and my faith works. It's not, a believer is not just what you do sometimes. It's what you are. I am a faith child of a faith God. He does things through his believing and speaking. And I'm created in his likeness and image. And it's one of the big reasons why we can speak. It's such a privilege. I'm talking about universally. To be able to choose your own words. And speak. We take it for granted. But. You know your dog can't do that. The the whole animal kingdom. Don't be faithless. But believing. Verse 28. Thomas answered. And said to him. What? My Lord. And my God. Can you imagine. Standing there. You know. Two foot from the master. Twenty-nine. Jesus said to him Thomas because you've seen me you've believed Keith Moore paraphrase you're late to the party (laughs) (laughs) you're late Tom come on boy you know better than this (laughs) I can almost hear Brother Hagin they sat right there I told them I told them (laughs) Where'd they come up with this? Why didn't they listen? Well, they heard Jesus preach many times, right? He's always preaching faith. Because you, you've you seen me, you believe. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believed. Do you want to be the blessed ones? Brother Hagin used to say this too. He said, you can't get Abraham's blessing with Thomas's faith. <laughs> That's a good saying, isn't it? Actually, Brother David Engels wrote a song about that. Yeah. Check it out. You can't, uh, you'll never get, uh, his song goes, you'll never get Abraham's blessing with the Thomas kind of faith. The mountain will just stand there in the same old place. (laughs) (laughs) If you have to see it first, feel it or touch it or taste, you'll never get Abraham's blessing with the Thomas kind of faith. Good song. Brother David Engels. He's a great brother. And he got that song hearing Brother Hagin teach about faith. And so you know where I got it. (laughs) But then, of course, where'd Brother Hagin get it? Right? Go with me, please. 2 Corinthians 4. We've quoted it to you, but I want want you to let your eyes rest on it. It'd be a mistake to assume we know these things. And we've got it. How can you tell that you're walking in faith? Faith is the victory. That overcomes the world. If you're really walking in faith in your life. You're going to be seeing victory. After victory. After victory. Is that right? You're going to be seeing victories. You're an overcomer. In 2 Corinthians 4 and 16. It says. For which cause we faint not. Though the outward man perish. The inward man is renewed. Day by day. Verse 17. Our light affliction which is but for a moment works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen. But at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Let me read some other translations. Of this. Good news translation. Verse 18, we fix our attention on things that are seen, not on things that are unseen. Where's your mind? Where's our attention? Is it on what we see and feel? Or is it on what is not seen? In fact, uh, we'll come back to this. But Colossians 3 verse 1 and 2 says this. Colossians 3, 1 and 2. If you be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Young's Literal says, the things above mind ye, not the things on earth. Amplified says, set your minds and keep them set on what is above. Well, that's what you can't see with physical eyes. Not, in other words, don't set your mind, don't keep your mind on things that are on the earth. I've heard the phrase, they're so heavenly minded, they're no earthly good. That's an untrue phrase. You need to get rid of that one if you've said that. Now, you can be so goofy minded, That you're no (laughs) earthly good. (laughs) And some of what people call being heavenly minded. Is not being heavenly minded. It's being goofy minded. But being genuinely heavenly minded. Is doing exactly what this told us to do. Set your minds. Well that's what you're thinking about. That's what your attention is on. That's what you're focused on. Set your minds on what? On things above, not. On things that are on the earth. Where's sickness and pain? On the earth, on the earth. On the earth. where are bills and problems. On the, earth. on the earth, strife and relationship issues. On the, earth. On, the earth. on the earth, dangers, fears, lack, distress, curse. Now he didn't say that was all easy. Being a real believer means being a strong individual. And it means you you develop, when you develop spiritually, you develop powers of focus and powers of concentration. And instead of looking at the problems, you're looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Instead of looking at the turmoil in the earth, you're looking at him. You're looking at things not seen. That doesn't mean you wobble around in a trance all the time. But it's what you have on your mind. To you, the God who you can't see is more real than the problems you do see. And then the more you develop in that, his healing power that you don't see is more real than the physical problem you do feel. His ability to provide is more real to you. Than your needs and your bills. Come on are you with me? It's our choice which one we look at. We can look at the things that are seen. It will bring you down. To be carnally minded is. Death. But we can look. At the things that are not seen. But that are so real. And to be spiritually minded is life. And peace. Hallelujah. This is helping your spirit right now. Even more than your head may know. It's a choice what I look at. When you hear people talking about something all the time, why are they talking about that? Because that's what their mind's on. That's what they've been thinking about. That's what they've been looking at mentally. And people get into what I call looping. They'll tell you about their problem and then they'll tell you about it again. Then they tell you about it again. And they tell you about it again. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, yeah, I know. No, they'll tell you about it again. Why? The enemy's got them in a loop. And a loop is a death spiral. And it's a perversion, a distortion of what God gave us. This book of the law, the word of God, will not depart out of your mouth. But you will meditate in it. Night and day. That's not a death spiral loop. That's keeping your mind on Him. Hallelujah. And as you do that, it connects you with light and life. Oh, hallelujah. But you can't focus on Jesus and the wind and waves at the same time. You'll have to choose to look away from one and look at the other. And as long as Peter was looking at Jesus... He's walking on something you can't see. Some say he walked on the water. Well. Yes and no. It was something between his foot and the water. What was it? Something real. But you couldn't see it. And yet Hebrews 11.3 says. We understand the worlds were framed. That word means perfectly formed and fitted. The worlds were perfectly framed and formed and fitted by the Word of God so that the things that are made were made out of things that don't appear. Physicists are learning about this a little bit. We learned about the atom. Thought that was the smallest thing there could be. and Then found out, whoops, something maybe even smaller. Well, what else do you not know? And begin to realize... Why does this feel firm? It's actually the electromagnetic force from the atoms. But if you are made of the right stuff, you could put your hand right through that, no problem, because there's all kind of space there, tons of space between these atoms in their orbits. (laughs) What's all that space? So then, those that study this the universe, they think, well, they thought it was nothing, and they go, no, it's something out there. What is it? Dark energy. That's because you don't know what it is. (laughs) Can't see it, but it's not nothing. That's right. Bible didn't say God made the worlds out of nothing. He made the world out of things, things, not seen hallelujah why I keep talking about this because faith is the conviction of things not seen confidence of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen said out loud I have faith in God I have faith in the power of God hallelujah I know that things not seen are real. Let's get an example more of this. We look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Because the things, the New Living says, the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. Instead of making this your whole world, We need to be renewed in in our thinking that this is all temporary. Everything has stuff you've been around changed in the last few years. It's growing older. It's all kind of stuff's happening. It's changing. Everything you feel is changeable. But there is something that's not. Something that's permanent. And unchanging. That will exist when all of this is gone. And if my faith is in that. I'm on a solid rock. Hallelujah. Though the earth be removed. The psalmist said. Glory to God. God is my shelter. And my strength. Even though there was no earth. You could still be standing just fine on what things that are not seen things that the earth made out of he said things that are seen don't last forever but things that are not seen are eternal that's why we keep our minds on the things that cannot be seen instead of thinking about how I feel I need to be thinking about healing power working in my body a lot of folk don't even believe in healing power well that's their loss Because it's real. And and you can say, I know Jesus took my infirmities, bore my sicknesses, carried my pains. You couldn't see any of that. When they were scourging him, you could see the soldier, you could see the instrument. But you couldn't see spiritually what was laid on him. When he hung on the cross, he became sin with our sin. You couldn't see that. They didn't see that. They saw what was happening outside. They heard some things, but they couldn't see that. The greatest things are unseen. And him taking that and doing that has provided redemption for us. Also unseen, but real. How many have faith in the power of the blood of the lamb? You don't see that. You've not been to heaven. You've not been to the mercy seat. You've not seen the blood of the Lamb on that place. But do you believe it? How many really believe it? I mean, you absolutely believe in the power of the blood. That's something unseen. Well, then we can also believe in the power of the Holy Spirit in every other area power to heal, power to deliver. But i got to get my mind off of my lack and my debt and my bills. I don't mean tell people you don't owe them when you do owe them. I'm not saying that. If you're not paying them like you said you would, you need to call them before they call you. And say, look, I'm sorry. I, I meant to do this. I committed to you I would do this. And if I had it, I would do it. I don't have it right now. But I will have it. Come on are you with me? Yes. And do something. Even if it's send them $10. Right. Did I lose somebody? No, no. Do something as an act of goodwill. Yes. And as an act of faith. That they see you are trying to do something. Right. Yes. Do something. Yes. But then when you hang up the phone. Or when you leave. You must not go home. And mind the things down here. Night and day. Or you're stuck. You've got to mind things above. You've got to say, i got a heavenly account. I've got a heavenly account. And I've given. And it's given to me, good measure. pressed down, shaken together, running over. My God shall supply all my knees. See, none of that's seen. None of that's seen, but you've got to keep your mind on that. Day and night. Oh, somebody's getting it. Somebody's getting it. I can't go home, talk about the bills, talk about how broke I am. I, I, I can't get to looping. Or I'm stuck. We look not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen. How do you not look at what's right in front of your eyes? It's a choice. You see it. You know it's there. You're not saying it's not there, but you don't have to think about it all the time. Right, You don't have to talk about it. You don't have to focus on it. You don't have to mind it. How can you look at something that's not seen? By faith. By faith. 2 Kings 6. This is the story. Of how. The man of God. Informed his king. Of the enemy's movements against them. And it happened repeatedly that the man of God, the prophet, would send word to the king and said, "The enemy king and his army, they're going to be over at such and such place, such, such and such time." And so they showed up over there, and it was supposed to be a sneak attack. And the the prophet's king and, and their army was there, like, "Huh, here we are." This happened repeatedly until finally the enemy king said, "We got a spy. We got a mole. Who is giving our..." secrets away our plans somebody finally spoke up and said there is a prophet over there he tells the king what you say in your bedroom so that made him mad and he sent soldiers to go take out this prophet he sent a bunch of guys special forces to take out one preacher how many believe one preacher can make a bigger difference than some people think one believer. Right. Right? right? One child of God. Yeah. Can make a bigger difference. In a whole country. Yeah. In a whole country. Yeah. So. Second uh, King 6. 15. 6.15. The servant of the man of God was risen early. And gone forth. A host compassed the city. Both with horses and chariots. And his servant said. Alas My master. How shall we do? He's distraught. He said we are surrounded. What in the world are we going to do? Tell me how you live. You walk by faith. You live by faith. What is faith? It's the conviction of things not seen. What do you mind if you walk by faith and live by faith? You mind things that are not seen. You look at the things that are not seen. Not at the things that are. He said, what will we do? Verse 16. He answered, fear not. For they that be with us. Are more than they that be with them. Yeah. Now faith talks funny. <laughs> From a walking by sight perspective. Say what? Huh? I didn't even count all of them. I mean, I lost count at two or three hundred. And in here is One, two, one, two. How you figure there's more that be with us? I don't know that our, our police and our military even knows they're out there yet. It was early in the morning. We, ain't nobody backing us up. He said, fear not. That's what God always says. Fear not. Fear. When you see something and it scares you, what should you hear next? Fear, fear, not. fear not. What's next? Quit looking at that. Why? Because that's how you got scared to start with. Is that right? Stop looking at that. Every time i look looking at it, it scares me. Well, quit looking at it. Every time I hear that, it upsets me. Well, quit listening to that. Right? It's so simple, but it's, it's victory. Fear not, for they that be with us are more Than they that be with them. Verse 17. Elisha prayed and said. Lord. I pray thee. Send us some help. We need help. Why? Help was already. Help was already there. Lord send me some healing. Send me some help, Lord. It's already there. Just because you can't see it. Doesn't mean it's not there. Are you saved? Did you see the new birth occur? In you? Did you see the power of the blood of the Lamb? Change you into a new creation? Yeah, but it's there. I said, yeah, but it's there. It's not getting there. It's already there. It's already, somebody say it's already there. It's already, it's all, oh, we're getting somewhere, saints. Oh, yeah. it, it's already there. Yeah, yeah. He didn't say, oh, God, send us some protection. Oh, God. No, what did he say? Yeah. Open his eyes that he may see. Yeah. Right. This is how Paul prayed for his churches. He didn't pray, oh God, do something for them. Oh God, do something. He said, Lord, enlighten the eyes of their heart and understanding so that they'd know, they'd find out what's the hope of your calling, what's the riches of the glory of your inheritance and in the saints, the exceeding greatness of your power to those that believe. Fill them with the knowledge of your will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. What's he saying? Help them to see what you've given them. Help them to get a hold of what's already there, already there. Already there. The Lord doesn't need to go to the cross. He's been to the cross. He doesn't need to carry it. He carried it. He doesn't need to raise from the dead. He raised from the dead. He doesn't need to defeat it. He did. Already done. Did. It's already there. It's already there. But if you're going to be like Thomas was at that moment. Sorry to keep bringing this up brother. If, you, if you're going to act like he acted like, which was a long, long time ago, and he's changed and moved on. But Then you're going to go, well, if I can't see it. See, that is ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. You've only been on the earth that long and acting like you know the mysteries of the universe. Right. Now, nah, if I can't see it, it don't exist. <laughs> really. You are the fountain of knowledge. You are the measure of wisdom and understanding. No, no. There's a whole lot you don't know, honey. Brother Hagen said that one of the visions that he had with the master, the Lord told him something, and it just, he said it upended his theology. Just, he said, Lord, I never heard anything like that. I never heard anybody preach anything like that. He said, I've read the New Testament through. Over 150 times, parts of it more than that. If there's anything in there like that, I've never seen it. He said, The Lord smiled and said, Son, there's a lot in there you hadn't seen. <laughs> Son, there's a lot in there. How many believe there's a lot in there you haven't seen? Haven't seen. Haven't seen. Haven't seen. He said, Lord, open his eyes. That he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes. Of the young man. And he saw and behold. What does behold mean? Look at that. (laughs) He's scared. He's upset. He's going what in the world. Are we going to do. Look how quick a transformation. What are we going to do to. Oh. No problem. I can see that. Oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do to, whew, I feel sorry for them. (laughs) What a radical, can you see that 180? Complete reversal. Because of what? Because you were looking at this, and now you're looking at that. You were looking at what's seen, now you're looking at what's not seen. And it changes everything. It changes everything. And it's not that God just did something and changed. It was already there. Opened his eyes. And he saw the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. Round about Elisha. Elisha had seen one of them earlier. You remember when Elijah went on? It was a chariot of fire that came and picked up Elijah. So he's a—he's got some small experience with chariots of fire. And so then, the, uh, he's a—he's a prophet. He's a seer. A seer sees more of this kind of thing than other folks do. But anybody could—God could open any any believer's eyes at any time. It's called discerning the spirits, and it's seeing into the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Why are we talking about all this? I believe we are going to see more. Both in our, just in our faith walk. We'll see more by faith, but then also more instances of glimpses. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If our eyes were open right now, what would we see? What would we see? Is the power there to fix anything? Is the the glory there to change everything? Is it? Is it? Yeah. Not having to try to get it there. It's already here. Stand on your feet, everybody. Lift up your hearts, lift up your hands, say it out loud, pray it out loud, Father God, I believe in you. You are the great Almighty, immortal. Invisible, but I know you're real. And I believe in your power. I believe in your spirit. Open my eyes, O oh Lord, to see you by faith and anything else that you'd let us see. I know we are to walk by faith down here that means believing when you don't see but by faith I will look at you and keep my mind on you and on your good things and I thank you for working in me marvelously wonderfully gloriously gloriously Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, lift your hands and praise. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Oh, Lord, we glorify, 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 glorify. Lord, is your minister, I act on your the example in your word here. And I pray over people under the sound of my voice right now. Open their eyes to see healing power working in their behalf. Open their eyes to see delivering power, delivering from bondages and habits and Bondages of the enemy. Open their eyes to see your wisdom and the way out. <laughs> uh, quit looking at the problem. You won't see the answer looking at the problem. You won't see the healing looking at the symptoms. You won't see the miraculous financial provision looking at the bills. You won't see that looking at there. Oh, hallelujah. Look up. Look up, look up, your redemption draweth nigh. Look up, look up, look up, oh, look up, look up from where you are right now. Look up, in Jesus' name, oh, thank you, Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah Oh This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge,